0: Yeah, Berwocky's great, you just started late
1: (laughs) after my check was over. Oh boy, did it startle you?
2: No. Watch me mess up this intro. That's the idea. Here we go. Brothers, sisters, siblings, welcome to Penn Sunday School. I'm your host, Moxie Gillette, filling in for Matt Donnelly, coming from you live from show creator studio South in Las Vegas, Nevada. <laughs> Today we'll be talking about my crazy father, my wacky uncle, and our adventures together. <laughs> here he is, preaching love, Pendulat.
1: Wow, you remember my name. Nicely done. <laughs> Nicely done. Here I am preaching love. Filling in for Matt Donnelly.
2: Yeah. Uh, better is than that, uh, don't
1: Moxie me. Gillette. Well, so far, yeah. so far much better. Much better. Now, you have a lot to talk about. I do. Because you went to Edinburgh. 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 <laughs> and uh, you got there with uh, nine minutes to spare.
2: About 10, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And then had never seen the theater before.
2: Never seen the theater. I went and lost a, my luggage.
1: Did a two-person magic show.
2: And did a two-person magic What's show. What's it
1: like to do a two-person <laughs> magic show?
2: Oh, wouldn't you love to know? <laughs> uh, it was chaotic. It was painful. It was the worst and best experience of my entire life. Now you're doing Dickens. Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, what was, uh, what was the best parts of it?
2: Um... I had a lot of new experiences that I didn't think I would have. I got yelled at a lot. Uh, yelled at by who? Uh techies and my business partner and myself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> From things you screwed up in the show?
2: Yeah. I don't know if you saw there's video of the show. There is times, I think you know this very well. There's times in the show you can just see me go, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, I try not. I try to conceal my mistakes or explain them in detail. Well,
2: well, I wasn't mic'd, so I can okay. curse under my breath, going, "Ah, fuck."
1: There have been times. There have been times when Teller has walked off stage as though uh, there was no audio that could come out of him magically because he wasn't mic'd and gone. Fuck! 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 <laughs> so you hear Teller walk off stage, then you hear someone backstage screaming "fuck, fuck, fuck" through the muffled curtains. Well,
2: that's good. That's good. That is that's true show business right there. Yeah, leaving your mic on or so he doesn't even have a mic. That's what I mean. No I know, mic.
1: just hear him screaming. I,
2: does he think that backstage is soundproof?
1: I think he doesn't think is the answer. <laughs> <laughs> I think he just does.
2: Well, our backstage. At um the space
1: yeah where did you go? I because I saw two of the shows. Yes, and I hope you appreciate how hard it was for me to see the shows. Oh, but God, I didn't I. do it. I didn't do it for you. I did it for me, so it doesn't matter. But yeah, I finished. I did finish you taping. Too, I guess. No, 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 no. I didn't. mean I'm that not me.
2: coming to your show again tonight. Then <laughs> I was planning to come to your show. No, tonight. I didn't mean.
1: I, I I tried to say that nicely. Oh, you did not though. I, no, I was saying the opposite. I was saying something very, very nice. I was saying I wanted to see you. I didn't think it was my duty to see you. You understand the difference?
2: You chose to have that duty when you became a father.
1: Exactly. But I I did it. Never mind. (laughs) I wanted to go see you, but it was very, very difficult. I I wanted
2: to go see you, Moxie. You're my favorite child. I love you so much. I wanted to be so proud of you. You're reading my mind.
1: (laughs) I didn't want to be so proud of you. I was so proud of you. But uh, I did 20 shows of Fool Us yeah. in two weeks, which is uh, which is
2: amazing. Which is a, which I wanna is a say lot. That. We both worked very hard in the month of August. Yep.
1: And then I uh, I flew, traveled 18 hours, got saw your show twice, and of course your your mother wanted us to take time in between and go to Disneyland or something. Yeah. You know. But I wanted to sleep during the day and see your show at night, and I yeah. saw it twice. She well, where, dragged us everywhere. Where did you go when you went backstage? What was backstage <laughs> like? Where were you playing? It was just like a, a it room. Was,
2: it was a room that happened to have a stage and a couple seats in it. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. And then our, our technician, our our lovely technician, Kirsty, was at the back. She was my savior, my hero, my everything. At the back at a fold-up table and a laptop that she had to get from Cameron. I see. So we had some top-of-the-line stuff, and our backstage had windows. Oh, really? It. Yeah, we had windows back there that we had to close every night before the show, because you could hear people talking Cause there was from outside. Just a,
1: but there was just a, a wall? There was just like it, what, was, it
2: was two walls. It was a corner, uh-huh. basically, that other people's stuff had been stored in. So well, I tripped backstage once.
1: So uh, talk about uh, the material you did in the Young and Boxy show, which incidentally was sold out.
2: It was sold out.
1: Although you didn't read them because your father taught you well, mm-hmm, you got mm-hmm. very good reviews, right? And you also won some awards.
2: We won a, oh God, of course I forget it right now. Mm-hmm. We won an a, a award for the- Best magic
1: show in Edinburgh or something.
2: No, 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 no. Don't do me that good. It was best magic show in the space is what it was. Because mm. we were the only magic ah, show in the space. Oh, that's a way to win. Yeah, yeah. That's a way to win. At least I believe we were the only magic show in the space, ah. but I have no proof of that.
1: When you say the space, you mean that's the name of the That's space. the
2: name yeah, of the space. space like the, the band. Yeah. Like the band
1: was the name of the
2: band. You're, I know what you're talking about. You yeah. You never heard the band? I know. I'm the, sorry.
1: They were called the band that backed up Bob Dylan. Then when they didn't play with Bob Dylan, they just didn't called themselves it. the band. So it was Bob Dylan and the band. The band was actually the name of the band. Before this that, they really were the nerdy. Hawks. Yeah. Not very nerdy. They were, it is they very were, nerdy. You're a yeah, Bob Dylan nerd. No, very, very old. Same thing. A- anybody. <laughs> no, there were plenty of people my age that aren't <laughs> they were, uh, uh If you were over um, 50, would you say, ready? you would know the band? Probably 55, yeah. If you're over 55. <laughs> you
2: know,
1: five 55? 55. This is a a very strange thing for me now. Uh, In the past...
2: Why? Because you have a teenage child that's hosting your show?
1: That's really weird. (laughs) You have no idea how completely psychedelic that is. Because when you are a teenager, you think that your parents and old people were like planning to be parents and old people. Mm -hmm. But um, when I was uh, your age, I would never picture that I would be hosting something... With a, uh, with a teenage child, yeah. That's insane to me that I'm just talking to a...
2: You're talking to your child. This, yeah. is, this is how we do conversations at home at midnight when we're both <laughs> trying to desperately find <laughs> snacks to eat. Yeah,
1: I like snacks. <laughs> I do like snacks. But uh, I forgot what I was... Oh, yeah. For in the past year, I've had this very strange experience. For 50 years, yeah. the only people who did my material... Mm-hmm. stuff that I'd written and I'd invented were people that were stole thieves. it? Were thieves. And there was a guy, now dead, who did... Um,
2: Is that so, your fault?
1: No. <laughs> I, have a, I have a complete alibi, who did some of our material in Australia. Mm-hmm. And there was a guy, who I wish were dead, uh, who did uh, a lot of my material on um, The Tonight Show and uh, Saturday Night Live and then toured with it. All over my juggling routine.
2: Did you ever Uh, think your DNA would be doing your?
1: (laughs) No, but that's what I'm trying to get to here. Oh, I'm interrupting you. No, that's fine. That's what you you do. That's what you've been (laughs) doing. That's what you've been doing since birth, interrupting me. (laughs) 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 Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. But the past uh, year, there are a bunch of people doing my material with my blessing. Uh, there's a show, the Foolers tour. Uh, yes. Which is you can look up uh, do we know the website ready? Foolerslive.com. Foolers, Thank you. Foolerslive.com. The Foolers tour, yes. which is uh Matt Donnelly. Who you're filling in for?
2: My favorite person. You love that. Matt Donnelly, Vinny Grosso, Jessica, Jessica James, Jessica Jane, Jessica James, one of those.
1: JJ. we are uh, they in the uh, they're in the east. And, and there, the there's northeast. one more Alex
2: what's Alex last Ramon. Name? Ramon.
1: Uh wonderful, wonderful show. Now, Is I'll, he
2: part of the band too? <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm very excited because you and I are gonna see the show mm-hmm. Tuesday night at uh the Bergen uh Arts Center or something it's
2: called. I don't know. In You've Englewood, never told me.
1: Inglewood, New Jersey. We're flying Jersey. in We're flying in Monday night. I know. And then uh Tuesday we'll do our sound check in the afternoon. Sound check? And we're going to do a new trick. We've done it once.
2: We technically twice, but the first time.
1: was for Tony.
2: It was for Tony. Mm. We'll do it for Tony.
1: Yeah. We wrote this trick with Teller in the dressing room at the Bozo Studios (laughs) at WGN in Chicago.
2: Where you both checked your Apple Watches on live television. Yeah, we were on live
1: television. You were standing next to the long-suffering Glenn. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and um, Teller was checking his his, uh, his he, Apple Watch.
2: No, 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 no. He not only checked it, he answered it.
1: Right. <laughs> while, while we were being interviewed, yeah. which is rude if you're just being talked to.
2: He wasn't being talked to. No, though.
1: but if you're simply being talked to, it's incredibly rude. If you're on live TV on someone's show, it's a whole other level no, of no, no, I'm really no. old and I don't give a fuck.
2: No, 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 no. You also have a level of I'm really old and I don't give a fuck because in the middle of the show you went, oh, it thinks I had a heart attack. Oh, look, Tony's calling me.
1: <laughs> well, it thought Teller had a heart attack because Teller moved uh He moved briskly. a little too much. He His moved briskly, yeah, and... Uh, <laughs> He got the alarm, so he had a, he had to uh, rectify yeah. that. He had to explain to the Are you drinking like an energy drink? Yes. Yeah. So you're going to be jacked up to high heaven. Yeah. Why Why are you drinking? That That's really not healthy.
2: Uh, yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that stole our material that died died from speeding his brains out. So now you're going to be on like speed Johnny or this on crystal meth, which is a very very <laughs> big step down yeah. from this very big step down from this and then when i was on live he's tv like fruit punch. when i was on live tv yeah caffeine has is, is caffeine have no taste ready rich i think it has no taste at all right
3: i don't think
1: so i don't know how i would know that okay but you sometimes know things <laughs> i'll tell you a story about crazy friends of our friends you know the lovely and talented tim Jennison. i do you know tim's vermeer I do. the movie he's, we made where is he?
2: Him. he's behind me right yeah he's behind me
1: uh we made a movie about Tim and that movie's very good and you should watch it again. I
2: did watch it. I know I have you watched, watched it when, it. when oh. you were like eight. I didn't hear the again. I'm sorry yeah, I interrupted you.
1: Um Tim Jennison. Caffeine apparently has a bitter taste. Okay. So they, they mask it with a great deal of sweet, right? Called fruit punch. Yep. Yep. Tim Jenison is a uh, an eccentric uh, billionaire. And he has a lot of friends who are eccentric billionaires, millionaires. Bruce Wayne. Yeah, exactly. He has a utility belt. You've seen him wear it. Uh, he does. <laughs> he has a utility belt with all these nerd gadgets on it. And uh, Tim Jennison has a friend. Oh, this is totally the wrong story. This is, this is an inappropriate story to what we're talking about. I confuse caffeine with nicotine. But I'll, I, I've
2: I'll, never done nicotine. And that, that sentence alone is how you know I've never.
1: <laughs> but I'll tell the story anyway because I started it and it's a good story. But nicotine... Uh, As you may know, tastes different than caffeine. Yeah, is very thank you, Ready Rich. Very powerful. Yes. Very powerful. Yes. I have friends who smoked. No, no, but uh, the dosage is incredibly low to get you the reaction. And so he had this friend who had quit smoking, Mm. but still liked nicotine. Okay. Now remember, this guy is worth uh, a hundred million dollars. This this friend. Uh, but he's Wayne,
2: yeah. he's
1: also um, like all of Tim's friends, present company excluded, very very smart, and he
2: no present company included.
1: It's he did ex- not want to. He did not want to buy nicotine patches. He did not. Nicotine gum. He did not want to buy nicotine gum. He did not want to vape because he thought it was all too expensive. Because nicotine is really cheap, so he would buy insecticide. Grade nicotine because nic- wait, you're
2: fucking kidding, right? No. Oh, it,
1: it, the story gets worse. The story gets worse. Nicotine is an insecticide because that's why nicotine exists. Yeah, uh, the tobacco plants would produce nicotine in order to um, uh, discourage and kill uh, the insect, the insects that would that would devour them. Mm-hmm. So in the battle, and
2: they get high off their
1: ass between insects. And plants, they've created uh, poisons. Some of them work for us. And one of them was nicotine. And then we learned um, with Sir Walter Raleigh and the uh, Native Americans, the indigenous Americans, uh, to uh, to smoke it, yeah. get the nicotine, which does that nerve thing that it does that people like. <laughs> speeds them up and calms them down simultaneously. Very, very creepy weird drug. So he would yeah. buy. And so when they're making insecticides— they will concentrate the nicotine that the plants made themselves, yeah. spray it on other plants, and use it to discourage the insects from eating their crops. Yeah. So they make this really powerful nicotine. That's pure nicotine.
2: Yeah, it's it's literally it's to kill bugs, right? Yeah,
1: it's an it's an insecticide. He would buy, uh, insecticide nicotine, pure nicotine. Then he would carry it in a little packet, right? And then he would sprinkle, it's like salt, he would sprinkle like eight grains on his palm Then he would count out five grains, moisten his finger, pick up those five grains with it, lick them, and brush the rest off his hands. Because the amount that was in his hands would very likely kill him. So he did dosage, he did his dosage of insecticide-grade nicotine Instead of buying patches.
2: And he's, he's dead, right? Mm-mm. He's not?
1: He's not the same friend of Tim Jettison, <laughs> who uh, also wealthy, wealthy man, also crazy and also smart, who got really interested in, uh, and, and Red, you should chime in on this a lot. Capsian, right? Capsian? Capsaicin. Yeah, capsaicin,
2: capsaicin is the
1: capsaicin. spice. Capsaicin. He got very interested in capsaicin. And He'd- wanted the strongest he could possibly get. Wanted the absolute strongest what he What
2: kind get. of a masochist?
1: Exactly. So he didn't want to, wait a minute, this is going to go, oh, what do you got? Reddy Rich is bringing me something here. Reddy Rich is bringing me, uh, they're not strawberries. They're
2: Carolina Reapers. They're
1: Carolina Reapers, which he has in his refrigerator.
2: Just, okay. you know, Carolina. why? Because he eats Reddy, them. Why? He
1: likes them. How much do you eat of these, Reddy? About one a week. About one a week. You one chop it up week? real, real fine? Yep.
2: Okay. You don't, you don't take it whole? I don't. You don't?
1: Uh, we well, are unpleasant whole.
2: That's what she said. Well, this, uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> this, um, this uh, fella, this fella. I just
2: realized who I made that joke to, and I'm so sorry, Ted.
1: <laughs> this assistant, he went to his assistant. He had a uh, executive assistant mm-hmm. and said, get me the cr- strongest, capsaicin Capsaicin, that you can so the assistant uh wasn't thinking in terms of spices he went right to the manufacturer whoa okay and he got the stuff that capsaicin i guess pure would that be right ready yeah it's a product in a bottle yeah that he would um that they would use to put into stuff to make it spicy it's terrible Are you
2: going to put the Carolina Reapers back in your fridge?
1: Nope. They'll go bad. We need to eat them right now. Oh, Uh, take
2: one for the team.
1: So have you had capsaicin pure? Yeah, it's awful. I don't recommend it. Right.
2: What's it taste like? Is it bitter like caffeine? It just
1: burns the shit out of you. It tastes like medicine because it is. And he put, uh, his assistant delivered that to him uh, as a hot sauce. And he put a lot of it on a cracker. Ate it and went to the emergency room. What is the dosage you would have to get to go to the emergency room there?
3: Depends on the person, but I would say maybe a of that, an eighth of a teaspoon yeah. would be a real problem. Yeah.
2: Eighth of a teaspoon yeah. is a problem?
1: Yeah. So he put uh, an eighth of a teaspoon or so on a cracker and off he went to the emergency room. Wow. So with uh, nicotine and capsa- capsaicin, Capsaicin. Capsaicin. There you go. Uh, be careful. And you have a lot of caffeine in your monster drink there.
2: Thank you.
1: So <laughs> be careful. With I'll that sprinkle caffeine.
2: a little bit of capsaicin, <laughs> put a little bit of um, uh, nicotine in it, Inse- and I'll be good to go.
1: Insecticide nicotine. Insecticide. Now, I want to say, since we're saying this ready? we should probably, although we've said on this show so many ways to fuck yourself up, this shouldn't make a difference. But um, don't do the insecticide-grade nicotine. Don't,
2: I'm going to look directly at the
0: camera. Don't do any of it.
3: <laughs> Wrong camera.
0: That one. Hey. Yep. Okay. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? So,
1: it's a very, very weird thing because for fifty years, fifty-five years,
2: we're back on the topic of you having a child. I I do that.
1: No, no, I'm not. I'm not. uh, No, you forgot what the actual topic was. I have not because I'm still really good at this, even at sixty-eight years old. I come back to topics. For fifty-five years, I created stuff, and I presented the stuff myself. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are exceptions. I, I wrote uh, movies and TV shows and stuff like that where other people did things that I wrote. Mm-hmm. And I've also done bits uh, with Teller, for instance, that are my idea that Teller does what I say. And I've also done bits with Piff and so on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I mean, really, the vast, vast majority of stuff I've done, I write it for myself. Yeah. And I do it. And because of the Foolers Tour, FoolersLive.com, mm-hmm. going out, uh, we decided to give them some of our material. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. What are they doing? They're doing...
1: Uh, doing a lot. Nail gun. Right.
2: Vanishing chicken?
1: Nail gun, misdirection, which is also called the vanishing chicken. Nail gun, misdirection, Casey at the Bat, which is yeah, also called the straightjacket escape, yeah. which you never saw us do live. No. I don't think we did it live since you since you were born.
2: And you gave him the bullet catch. No, no, you
1: didn't give him the oh. bullet. Magic bullets. Magic, Magic bullets. Bullet. He always corrects us. And uh, the light, heavy box, yeah. and I think they might be doing something else of our material. Boy, you know, I, I didn't know what that was going to feel like. We made that decision long what does ago. It feel like, and uh, I'll tell you, it's 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 complicated. It's a strange world.
3: Let, Let me tell, tell you about, about it.
1: it, blockhead. Uh, oh yeah, they're, they're doing the, the blockhead thing. Dream blockhead. Uh, yeah. Thanks, chat.
2: Uh, Thank you,
1: chat. Uh, which is a um, well, those are all really good tricks of ours. Yeah, and uh, block it's weird—not blockhead needle nail of the nose, but blockhead the cement block. Got it. Where okay. the glasses appear on the person's head. Got it. Okay. Uh, in our case, Teller's head. So they're doing these tricks, right? Yeah. So it's a weird thing that happens. They're going to go on stage and they're going to do stuff that I've done for years. And gotten a good reaction with. And you think to yourself, well, if it goes really, really well, I'm a good writer. But if it goes really, really badly, I'm a good performer. I'm a good performer, right? So you kind of want it to go really well, but not as well as when I do. Yeah,
2: which would you prefer? Better actor, better writer?
1: I want, you know, my sister... Who you just barely knew. She died when I you was were like three. Three or four years. Yeah. Thea. But you knew her. My sister, who um, one might believe knew me as well as anyone in the world, my sister always said, Now, this is when I was performing on Broadway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, I think it was before I'd written any books. Uh, my sister said to me, I've always, and this is an odd thing to say, because mm-hmm. she was seeing me juggle when I was 12 years old. My sister said, "I've always seen you as a writer. I've always thought that what you do best and what you're happiest with is writing." So, uh, oh, well, that's not true. Oh, okay. Another thing: uh, "Magic Goes Wrong," the show that we did with yeah, the um, I know the yeah. Wrong Boys, yeah, the Wrong
2: Brothers. Oh, brother. the, what,
1: what, what's their real name? Mischief, mischief, or something?
2: I don't know. Uh, they do a play that goes wrong. Bankai set goes wrong.
1: No, it's called the the comedy about the bank robbery no it's, it, it's
2: it's bank robbery that goes wrong no it's not okay it's you a might... comedy
1: about a bank robbery. well
2: then play that goes wrong
1: play that goes wrong peter pan goes wrong show goes wrong they've done all the goes wrong things it just happens the bank robbery goes wrong is goes wrong they titled it something else because they were sick it goes wrong
2: if you have a brand stick to it
1: well i could not Agree less with that.
2: Oh, okay. I well, think if
1: you then I changed my opinion. I don't like the word brand at all. The idea of reducing art to a brand makes me so sad. Okay. And also, when you have something that people know you for in art, yeah. not if you're fucking Coca-Cola. If you're Coca-Cola, hey Coca-Cola, keep doing what you're doing.
2: You were talking about Coca-Cola the other day.
1: I know, selling sugar water to people at a hundred percent. 900%, 1,000% markup. More than that, right? I think, I think they, the, the actual Coca-Cola in the Coca-Cola, they can't even figure how much that costs. Is that right? Ready?
2: <laughs> Just laughs at us. I have, I
1: have no idea. <laughs> okay. I think when they sell fountain Coca-Cola, the price of the syrup in each serving is so low... They don't even bother calculating it. Oh. It's just the cups and the machines is all they care about. Anyway, Coca-Cola. There,
2: there's also science behind like the the bottle, the can, the fountain. Like what tastes better? Well, you know, we do have that this kind of
1: argument of all the time.
2: We don't have this your argument. Your mother,
1: your mother,
2: your claims mother.
1: she can tell Diet Pepsi from Diet Coke.
2: Okay. She can't.
1: Um, you can't say that on here. She'll find you, out. No, she won't listen. Well, she, oh. oh, she will listen because you're on it. But normally yeah
2: then shut your mouth before Careful. we both get Careful.
1: killed <laughs> but Glenn ally claims he can tell fountain coke from bottle coke from cam coke
2: well he's got the what's it the i i i memory something
1: idyllic memory but that isn't related to this at all you just wanted to show off with a word you didn't know <laughs>
2: Because I recently learned it. And I yeah. think that's one of the coolest things. He went from being your manager to one of my favorite people.
1: I know. You've been liking Glenn lately. I know. He's
2: calling you. me special needs.
1: <laughs> he, is. he is calling you that.
2: I'm uh, a special needs kid to him. Yeah. And he is my favorite person.
1: Yep. So uh a brand is for something like Coca-Cola that has yeah. and you could argue with this, I suppose.
2: Is a you company. Could,
1: uh, well, you could argue that there was some art in Coca-Cola in that it's not necessary, and Teller says art is whatever you do after the chores are done. Yeah. So you certainly don't well, need Coca-Cola for sustenance. So you could argue there's a small amount of art in the advertising, but let's throw that argument out. Okay. And just I'm sorry say,
2: I called the people you worked with a brand. I'm sorry. Yeah, I,
1: I think they're doing art. I, I,
2: you're right. I agree I with also, you. I'm saying that I thought that having... They're things named similar would. Everybody, be nice. everybody,
1: everybody else would call that a brand. Glenn would call that a brand. I'm everybody, sorry. but I bristle at it. You know why I bristle at it? Probably, I'll tell you why. <laughs> my voice kept going up, didn't it? You thought it was never going to stop.
2: You know
0: why I bristle at it?
1: I'll tell you why. The person who used that the most in my presence was Donald Trump, mm. and when he used the word brand. For things that I did, it made me feel sick and like I didn't want to be doing my job. Because Donald Trump's way of looking at the world is just what can fucking help me. And I will quote myself, which is an obnoxious thing to do. But I wrote an article.
2: What's what's your line? What's your line that I love? If Donald Trump can quote.
1: Donald Trump can quote Mussolini. I can 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 quote quote Stalin. uh, From our show. Um, but at any rate, Donald Trump, I wrote about him. We did a bit when we when we were on Celebrity Apprentice. And listen, mm-hmm. people, I swear I didn't know that Celebrity Pre- Apprentice <laughs> was going to help that psychotic become president. I didn't know it. I just didn't know it. But I did Celebrity was, you
2: Okay, you're, you're defending yourself for something that couldn't have been foreseen ever.
1: Right. But when we were on Celebrity Apprentice, I did a thing with the Blue Man Group. Yes. And the Blue Man Group, as we all know, are brilliant. Yeah. Wonderful.
2: And there's like 47 of them. Well, shh. Quiet, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's Shut like, up. Stop making that noise.
1: <laughs> there's actually like 150. But nobody knows that. There's only three. How can there only be three in Chicago and in New York and in Tokyo all at once? Shut up. That's the answer to that. Shut up, I explained Anyway... <laughs> um, so the Blue Man Group had come on and done this wonderful thing that we did together where um, they delivered $10,000 in cash. Yeah. They delivered it with a leaf blower, blowing wow. it all over everything. Wow. And um, it was really beautiful and really surprising. And we missed some of the money for our team because people in the park, mostly people uh, without homes, picked it up. Which is great. That's Instead good. of giving the money to Donald Trump, we gave it to people who actually needed it. Yeah. Although Donald Trump has always been a broke ass bitch, but that's not important. Um, a
2: small loan of a million dollars.
1: So uh, he, we blew this money around and Donald Trump then um, attacked me in not the boardroom. It was the set of the boardroom. Because Donald Trump's whole empires we're finding out in the New York case, is make believe. So we're in the set of a boardroom Pretending he was a businessman. Mm -hmm. And I wrote an article about how I was so heartbroken that that beautiful piece of art that I was a small part of creating with the Blue Man Group and that got on TV looking beautiful Mm -hmm. was misunderstood. And I wrote this sentence, which I think uh, ended up being rather prescient about who we found him out to be. I wrote, trying to explain art to Donald Trump is like trying to explain art to Donald Trump.
2: (laughs) That's good. That's really good. Uh,
1: I sat there and tried to explain to Donald Trump what beauty was. And I don't think anybody else, everybody else gave up (laughs) trying to explain anything to Donald Trump. Uh, But at that time, I was still Uh. trying to explain. Don't forget, Uh. Don Jr. said... He thought I was the only person that ever liked his father. <laughs> that's And great. he didn't make an exception. And then, now you're so.
2: number seven, right? On the- uh, no, no,
1: no. In 2016, uh, the New York Times, the I guess Donald Trump calls them the failed New York Times, did a list only in 2016 only when in he was running. They did a list of-
2: He was running in 2016? That's weird. That's when
1: man. he ran for president.
2: I know. That's-
1: Maybe 2015 he ran for president, right? I don't know. 2016 he supposedly won. (laughs) But then when he was running for president, when we thought there was no chance, the New York Times, the failed New York Times, did a uh, list of Donald Trump's hate list. The people he hated the most in the world based on their research of his tweets. Who did he do the most hateful tweets about? Yeah. At that time, yeah. and I was number seven on the list,
2: above Hillary. Whoa, whoa, don't, oh, You take my punchline. I d- die. Uh, Go stop. ahead. Go ahead. Do no, it. no, do your punchline.
1: <laughs> one above Hillary Clinton.
2: Yeah.
1: And one of the things he said about our show was terrible. So we played Broadway, incidentally in a sold-out show that for one week was doing better than Hamilton, only because they were in previews. Anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
2: even give yourself the credit of being above hamilton no
1: but we were sold out for the whole broadway run
2: that's very good but
1: one of the things we did is we took out an ad that actually said bennett teller on broadway terrible quote donald trump <laughs> we amazing. used him saying terrible as part of our ad
2: that's amazing i love you so much and I he said you recently
1: and he said we were um uh we were terrible and that we were also uh he made it very clear that we were bombing on Broadway, uh, sold out. He also said in the tweet, which I thought was really wicked, crazy funny. Yeah. He said that I was entirely unknown yeah. before Celebrity Apprentice. And I wrote a tweet back that said, it's called Celebrity Apprentice. <laughs> so never before.
2: Well, when you brought up Blooming Group, I thought you were going to talk about, I, I realize I'm... I'm Hurtling you into another story here. I thought you were going to talk about the Captain Crunch thing. That
1: oh yeah, I have been helpful to the Blue Mirror. Yeah,
2: group. that's what I thought you were going to talk about, but and I, then you didn't.
1: I don't want to talk about the Captain Crunch thing because, in a weird way, it gives away one of their magic tricks.
2: I know, I know, and
1: I don't want to do that.
2: That's why I, uh, I was I was getting a little nervous. But we're
1: circling all the way back around. Okay. So when I when I wrote with Mischief Theater, Mischief Theater, I Misch-
2: think mi- well, the Wrong Boys,
1: is what I call them. The Wrong Boys, um, mischief theater is correct. Mischief theater. The
2: Wrong Boys. The
1: Wrong Boys is what I call them. When I, when I
2: spelled B O I S.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Teller and I wrote Magic Goes Wrong with uh, the Wrong Boys. Yeah. And it played in London and was doing very well. It got yeah. very good reviews. Was selling very well. Yeah. And then this virus called COVID came along, and we crashed and, and burned. Blasted. Now I'm not saying. Please don't misunderstand me. I'm not saying that the worst thing about COVID. Was that our show, Magic Goes Wrong, closed? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it's one one of the worst things.
2: <laughs> one of the worst <laughs> things. Um, it was a meat cute that killed six million people. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real quote that I have from you huh. explaining COVID to someone <laughs> in a joke. You went, It was a meat cute that killed six million people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I saw, I went and saw them rehearsing uh, magic tricks that I'd written and I'd done, the sawing in half. Yeah. The bloody sawing, as we call it. Yeah. Over there, it means something different. But for us, it meant actually bloody. Yeah, well, I saw awesome. them doing that material that I wrote. And I watched that and watched it with an audience. Uh, so I already had done that. And that was two or three years ago. Yeah. But um, this year, on Tuesday, in Englewood, New Jersey, at the Bergen Performing Arts Center, maybe? Uh, something. You don't know. Why are, why are you acting like you're thinking? You I don't was... have the information.
2: <laughs> I... I like correcting you.
1: Yeah, I know you do, <laughs> but you don't have I, the information anyway.
2: I'm a happy mix of you and my mother, <laughs> and that is not a happy mix. <laughs> <laughs> and uh,
1: and uh, we will see them do all this material. but This is all coming around to a question I started uh, 40 minutes ago, which is uh, tell her, yeah, bless him, bless him, bless him. Uh, maybe you'll understand what a wonderful thing this was. When you were first going to do Young and Moxie, yeah, I said to Teller, I was asking him if you guys could use, uh, with our blessing, the red ampersand cut off in the bottom, which we use for all our advertising.
2: Which, by the way, we did end up using, and then Cameron trashed it. Mm-hmm. He did not like the idea of using it. I was like...
1: Well, anyway, you asked... For Cameron, yes. If uh, you could use the red ampersand, yes. which because Teller and I have done a lot of work to make that identified with us, and because Glenn has done a lot of work, mm-hmm. I asked Glenn and Teller, "Could you use that ampersand?"
3: Mm-hmm. I
1: believe legally you could have anyway, but with with you know with our full heart behind it. Yeah. And Teller said, "Of course." And then I asked this question that I get the most. I guess it's not surprising at all because he is your uncle, Teller. Mm-hmm. And he was the first in the world to hold you outside after doctors of you, you in, and yeah. your mother and father. You,
2: th- yeah, you're being very literal. He was the first in the world to hold me outside of doctors and my family. But that's
1: that's a big deal.
2: I know. I know. That's a big I'm deal. saying that you're right. I just like how you phrased it. Yeah. He was the first in the world, but no, he wasn't.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I I, I think that uh, the first non-family, non-medical member yeah. is is an important it's, thing. It's a. And we thing. have a beautiful picture of telling. And then he built my crib. Hospital. He did. Yeah, uh, I said to him, "Is there any material that we have that you would be happy with, uh, Young and Moxie performing?" And Teller said instantly, "How about the cups and balls with clear plastic cups? That plays really nice in a sixty-seat theater." Now, uh, when you told Cameron, he was pretty shocked. Yeah, because that That's- is probably the bit we're most associated with. Yeah, at least in Scotland. Scotland. Uh, Scotland, and then I had the incredible experience, incredible experience of watching my offspring mm-hmm. do my part in the cups and balls with Teller. Yeah, because Teller was teaching.
2: You're freaking out. Imagine how I was feeling. <laughs> I got Penn watching me on the side with Teller, kind of giving me a little side eye if I messed up the 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 moves. Well,
1: Teller taught it to you. I know, which is why I did it better than Cameron. But um. Oh. but uh what did it feel like to be on stage at edinburgh which is a which is a great honor to begin with yeah you know piff the wrong boys yeah Uh, they've all done it go on and on and on of people i mean all of um all of what are they called absinthe that whole group Uh, they all started at uh edinburgh and uh the boy with tape on his mouth, which is now called... Tape face. Tape face. The uh, boy started with there. tape on
2: his mouth. That's what
1: he originally called.
2: I know, I the know. The boy I with just... tape on
1: his face, which I like so much more. And he made me so sad because I was uh, backstage with him, and I saw him right after Edinburgh. And he was... Yeah. Uh, and he was so, so good and so sweet. And I saw him here after he'd done America's Got Talent. Yeah. And he actually said to me, this all ties together. Yeah. He said to me, uh, I said, you know, the boy with tape on his face was a really nice name. And he said, yeah, but tape face is better for the brand. Mm. I rest my case. So uh, you were on stage doing... Uh, pen
2: and Teller Cups and Balls. Yeah. And I, my proudest moment was writing a joke that you laughed at for that bit. What was that? The aluminum joke. Oh, the
1: aluminum joke. Was you a
2: good laughed joke. at that joke. And I was like, "This is this is the highlight of my life. I can go no higher <laughs> it was, it was, than writing a joke for Penn and Teller cups and balls with clear plastic cups that a, you laughed at. It was a good joke, good joke, fine I, joke. It it was a f- fine joke, <laughs> really good.
1: And uh, there I was watching my offspring, yeah, and a guy do uh, do cups and balls on stage in Edinburgh. You can imagine that was an emotional experience, yeah. And now." October 28th and I don't know where but doesn't really matter Hondro um,
3: mm-hmm.
1: will do nail gun for the first time
2: all in Spanish
1: well, yes
2: I he, he speaks a, a good amount of right, English Right, but he'll be
1: working in Spain okay um so you don't
2: be, know where it could have it could have been Australia
1: but it isn't um <laughs> he'll be doing uh, he'll be doing uh, nail gun and it's an incredible feeling because I believe And I think you might agree with me that Hondro is uh, probably, certainly, one of the best living magicians in the world today.
2: He's a very smart man. Even
1: better than a magician, he's a magical mind. Mm -hmm. I mean, um,
2: I don't know whether you mean that by he creates magic or he just has a really good mind.
1: Well, he creates magic. Uh, As a matter of fact, uh, Hondro. Is the only one we can really, really, really work with the way we did Johnny Thompson. Yeah. As you know, Hondro flies over yeah. whenever we have fool us or an important Forgets stuff.
2: Forgets half his luggage,
1: <laughs> and he didn't forget it. They lost it, and uh,
2: no, I say he forgot it.
1: <laughs> and he goes over all our tricks with us.
2: Yeah, I want to mention, I have a very lucky privilege to be able to sit in the room with you when you guys, are, the three of you guys are creating magic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in my head, it's a very a magical experience that is very, you know, prestigious and and uh, special. It's mm-hmm. the three of you staring at the floor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. Um.
2: And, and then occasionally you go up. Oh, shit, that wouldn't work.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of staring at the floor. Although I, I will say, do more staring at the floor than Teller and Hondro. They at least look up once in a while.
2: Every No, every once in a while you put your head on the back seat and go, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so Hondro will be performing Mailgun. You know what made me really, really happy? What? Uh, this is kind of me? the best you always, the best of all worlds. This is the best of all worlds. When Hondro called me up and said, Nailgun is one of the greatest magic tricks ever, and wow, is it hard. It's really, really hard. The talk and the physicality of it is really, really hard. And Matt Donnelly asked, can we do Nailgun and Foolers? He said, because that's one of my favorite bits you've ever done. And I said, yes. And Matt Donnelly said, uh, we were looking at the videos, and everybody said, wow, that's a really, really, really good bit. And then we worked on it, and we all said, wow, this is really hard. So, Hondro took um, uh, six weeks of working every day yeah. to get halfway through. Yeah. And he's, he's, he's cramming real hard, doing some real woodshedding to get through the rest. So, that is the best when someone t- says to me, that's a beautifully written bit, and it's also really hard to perform.
2: This circles back to your sister saying that you're a writer. Yeah. And uh, so all
1: the bits that we wrote are doing very, very well in foolerslive.com mm-hmm. uh, on the road. Mm-hmm. And that, uh, that pleases me beyond belief. Mm-hmm. And seeing you do, uh, do uh, Cups and Balls. Was absolutely over. We
2: didn't do any other pen and tricks, did we?
1: No, and we gave you three others. I know, and but Cameron he, didn't want to do them.
2: I know. I don't know if he's listening, so I'm not going <laughs> to... Oh, oh, oh,
3: O'Reilly! You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.
1: Well, we uh, we gave you one bit that I am so goddamn proud of. I was thrilled with this, and we were doing it for the first time on Fool Us. Yeah. And Fool Us won't air. For a while. It starts yeah. airing uh, October 24th. 20-
2: yeah. It was a bit that we would have been, you would have been yelled at for stealing from us. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted that. Yeah.
1: And it was really, really, really good. And uh, uh, you decided not to do it. Then Teller, no, no, no,
2: no, no. He decided not and to And then do
1: Teller it. gave you another bit that I think would have been fine. But well, you ended up doing only only one bit together, right, really? Cups and balls?
2: I was on stage... But defined together, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and I was obviously the favorite. Um,
1: and we will be doing—we'll uh, oh, be wait, doing wait, a wait, trick wait. I did stupid. Right, that's my bit. Yeah. So I also saw you doing that. Yeah. And that's also a really hard bit.
2: Don't I? Even saying the word "stupid" is hard now, because <laughs> uh, that trick traumatized me.
1: It's a hard trick. It's a hard trick to do. I, there are also lots, I, lots of stuff that can go were you, wrong. Were
2: you there? Did I tell you the guy cut his hand on stage?
1: Did no. Did I tell
2: you about this? No. He was bleeding down his fucking arm. Uh How?
1: from uh, the scissors?
2: From the scissors. I, How do you cut? I said, make sure these are real scissors. Because for some reason, I don't know why I did this, I had them inspect the scissors and not my hands. Mm-hmm. Um, you inspect your hands. They yeah. never inspect the scissors, which is probably the reason that you don't have them inspect the scissors.
1: And no one... Has cut themselves on my hands.
2: I know. But they are weapons. Ka-cha! <laughs> <laughs> kung Fu! Kung Fu! Kung Fu! He's <laughs> quoting his own Valorant moan. <laughs> uh, that, that joke comes from forcing you to play a first person shooter that you were not good at. Um, no, I was not. I mean.
1: And uh, that's when you first said to me, and it touched my heart, Dad, please stop dying. <laughs> How'd they cut themselves? And they examined the scissors? They
2: examined the scissors. I said, make sure they're real scissors. He took the scissors, took his hand open like this, and cut the skin in between. With the scissors? With the scissors to make sure they were real. The
1: webbing between the thumb the, and index? Yeah, finger? yeah. Oh, you don't want to be cut there. Bleeds like a bastard.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I didn't even Who'd see Who'd you was-
1: have on stage? Sid Vicious?
2: No, some fucking masochist, I guess. Maybe it was Bruce Wayne. <laughs> He t- he. The, he's wiping his hands off of the nicotine, and then he cuts his fucking hand. <laughs> you no, said
1: but, make sure these are real scissors.
2: I said make and sure these are the and He cut the webbing on fucking his hands. Cut the the webbing in between his hands. And the best part is, I didn't realize he was bleeding down his 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 wrist here, uh-huh. bleeding down, and I didn't realize until there was blood on the rope.
1: Blood on the rope.
2: I I. The lesser
1: known Bob Dylan. <laughs>
2: Which sounds like a killer name. I went to go straighten out. You know, I had my, I did the thing, and I went to go straighten (laughs) them out. I'm not gonna say what it is. I did the thing, and they, I straightened it out, and there was a little red part at the end. And I go, where did this come from? I look over, and he's bleeding down his arm. And the next thing that happens is someone yeets like a tissue box at him. And he starts cleaning up the ti- like. Which-
1: Someone in the audience had a tissue box,
2: uh, like a tissue. Oh, one, one of those, those little tiny, one, yeah.
1: little packets. Yeah,
2: I'm sorry, I called it a box. But- no, I was
1: just because all of a sudden I went in my mind, you could do a trick <laughs> with a borrowed tissue box if you can count on that in the audience.
2: <laughs> I'll pay for that guy to be in the audience every night. But uh, that- teller
1: carries those little packets. Yeah, clean- and then little the- old lady packets. Yeah, it's-, it's
2: very Diane Benjamin. I'm sorry, Grandma. I love you. I- uh- I couldn't compose myself for the rest of the trick. I, I would was imagine, yeah, I was laughing, because uh-huh. I, I I got so nervous. I was like, "This is he, he's ending my whole career right here, right now." I guess it's not a career yet, but
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you play Edinburgh, it's a career.
2: <laughs> he's ending he's ending my show right here, right now, and I can't get through my damn script. I it, it was I was turning to people and literally going, "What the fuck?" I. <laughs> And then Cameron was like, you can't hand them this. Like you can't make them cut the rope anymore. Cause he thought he cut himself when they, I make them cut the rope.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And if someone, you know, I believe, and I've tried to teach you this, that anything that happens on stage in your show is your fault. Yeah. Simple. But I don't think you can say that it is likely that someone will take scissors and cut the webbing of their fingers.
2: Yeah, yeah, and it never happened again. No, of uh, course I, I, it never
1: in history <laughs> nor before.
2: I, I mean, you hand them the scissors, right? And you're, in yeah, your, sure, you hand them the scissors. I don't they, say
1: make sure they're real by cutting the webbing I of stopped, your hand. <laughs>
2: I, I stopped saying make sure they're real. Uh-huh. I did do that. I had to stop saying make but sure you, they're. You real. You
1: shouldn't have to, but okay.
2: I, I, I don't want. I don't want blood on the stage again. Exactly. Also, an unknown Bob Dylan script.
1: <laughs> we got. Uh, we got a woman up on stage for our knife throwing act once. Um, <laughs> we put her up against the board, and she just passed out. She just crumbled hmm. into a heap.
2: Because you threw a knife at her, right?
1: No, I was didn't get a chance to. <laughs> she took all the fun out of it. She was, I guess. Um, um, you know, people come to Vegas and they don't sleep. And they use alcohol. And She was also diabetic. And, she was diabetic? Uh, yep. Yeah, all of that put her in. And, and I guess nervousness. She just collapsed. We've had people. her had a guy walk up on stage for the needles, walk up the stairs, and then go right to his knees and start walking his knees. And Teller just turned him around and had to walk back to his seat.
2: <laughs> you should have kept them. Yeah. That would have no, been
1: great. No, I don't think it would have been. He When you get a real nut, you want to get them off stage as quickly as you can. So well, you have uh, also... What,
2: what I want to talk about was the most fringe experience I have ever had, which mm-hmm. I've never been to fringe before, mm-hmm. and I don't know if I will again, but nothing can top it. But you this. were
1: invited back.
2: I was invited back. And uh, the most fringe experience I've ever had, because I can't think of anything else, uh, we were running flyers out, so we were handing out flyers, and it was 10 minutes before the show, and I had to go change, because I was wearing like common clothes and not my show clothes. Not your
1: working suit.
2: Not my working suit, which was a very nice outfit. I loved it very much. I go backstage to change. It it wasn't backstage. It was a closet that they had given me. I I go to take off, you know, my pants and my shirt, and I'm sitting there basically half naked. A guy walks in on me, and he goes, oh my god, I'm so sorry. I have to shave. And I was like, excuse me, there's no sink. You know, how are you going to do this? There's no water. There's no nothing. And then as i am still putting on my pantaloons <laughs> <laughs> <Patalones>. <laughs> pantalones los pantalones ah uh, los pantalones he starts taking off a fake beard <laughs> so i uh, not only was he not shaving he had walked in on me while i was changing and then took off a fake beard and as i'm buttoning up my shirt and putting on my nice jacket he goes Wait, wait, I, I, kn- I know you, you're, you're, you're from that magic show. And I was like, oh, th- th- thank you. Cause what, what do I say at that point? He's watching me change. And then, you know, I finished putting on my stuff and he goes, you know, I know you, you should know me and hands me a flyer for his show. Mm-hmm. And it was, it, then he, he gives me the, he gives me the plot and he goes, we're covering one of the most uh, infamous murder mysteries in the UK. And I go, Jack the Ripper? And he goes, no, the one that killed my grandmother. <laughs>
1: <And I> was, <laughs> Your grandmother was a hooker?
2: <laughs> what response is there to that? I went, oh, shit, I'm so sorry. And I walk out. I never saw him again.
1: <laughs> you go see his show. I
2: didn't, go see, I didn't want to see the guy who killed his grandmother.
1: No, that's not what he said. He didn't say he killed his grandmother. He said the murderer killed his he's, grandmother. Well,
2: he's doing a show on the guy who killed his grandmother. Yeah. Wow. I, uh, I, uh, well, how? That's the most fringe thing you can get, right? At least in well, my head.
1: The fact that he's flying in a broom closet <laughs> is pretty good, too.
2: <laughs> Any chance you can get, you know?
1: Sure. Well, you, uh, you had your show uh, sold out the whole time. We right?
2: did, yeah. Yeah.
1: You, We were just in Chicago at Sideshow Gelato.
2: Sideshow Gelato with Jay, I don't know his last name. What's his last uh, name? Jay
1: Biz- Bliznick.
2: Bliznick. That's a good name. Yeah. Jay name. Bliznick if at Sideshow Gelato, it.
1: Yeah, in which is in, in Chicago. And uh, it's a great place. Did you like it? Oh, I You're loved gonna it. You're going to go back there and do a week, right? I'm
2: supposed to do a week. And my favorite part is. I'm sorry, Jay, but I am not looking forward... I, mean, I am looking forward to it, but the part I'm most looking forward to is that Tony's going to put a guy on me. Yeah, That's what I want. Yeah. I want a, a bodyguard.
1: Tony, uh, when you came Fitzpatrick, in...
2: Fitzpatrick. Yeah. What's his last name?
1: Tony Fitzpatrick.
2: I was right. Okay.
1: artist in uh, Chicago, in MoMA, and he's in uh, the, the Art Institute of yeah, Chicago. He's very, very well-established uh, Chicago guy, but a tough guy. tough guy. And when you look at your Uncle Tony... He's tough. Nose broken many times. Yeah, Uh, really big heavyweight boxer. As he brought Mox to the table, he said, "You're safe here, kid. There's 50 years of jail time sitting at this table
2: with." It was wild. (laughs) It was it was great. And then I talked to his um his children.
1: Mm -hmm. Your he would call them your cousins, my cousins. Yeah, Gabby and Max.
2: Gabby and Max. Max
1: is an actor. Max Fitz uh, Fitzpatrick. He got you see on. um, the Dick Wolf shows out of Chicago. Yeah, he
2: got out of um, college recently, right? Is that what you were saying? And then Gabby's a writer. I yeah, think.
1: Gabby's the, Gabby Fitzpatrick. And uh, then we did sideshow gelato, oh. where they have where they have pen gelato, which is the gelato they made for me. I don't know which what... is chocolate, blueberry, and um, uh, cayenne. Cayenne, really good.
2: And then they have Moxie's triumph.
1: What was Moxie's uh, triumph?
2: It was. Chocolate wasabi blue raspberry.
1: Chocolate wasabi blue raspberry. I didn't try it. I should have. That's wrong. He also has tellers, which is curry.
2: Which is curry flavor. Which I did try, mm-hmm. and it was good.
1: And then there's of course his pistachio.
2: Pistachio, which
1: is the greatest.
2: I ended up eating two cups of ice cream gelato. Sorry, mm-hmm. and it was it was cookies and cream. Uh huh. And then I also had a chocolate peanut butter one.
1: Yeah, boy. But that was not uh, vegan. So your annoying father did not have that.
2: I am I know. You're an insufferable vegan, is what you call yourself.
1: And uh, we did, this, we did a uh, trick. this card trick, which we call Smartass.
2: I called it Moxie and Pet. Right. But, Moxie I...
1: and Pet is a better name. And we will be doing that in Jersey, in uh, Jersey. Tuesday. Uh, and um, you've learned to do impersonations and accents from your Uncle Tony, who can't do them. You think you're doing a Jersey accent? You are. I'm not trying. You to. think you're doing I, a Chicago accent, what, and you're not. I'm.
2: What Chicago accent am I trying?
1: Oh, well, you would when you go with Tony.
2: With Tony, <laughs> I was copying you.
1: Who, who can't do accent?
2: <laughs> so I'm. I'm not. No, no, no. Don't throw Tony under the bus here. <laughs> throw yourself under the bus. It's your fault. My fault. Because you, we were calling the Uber outside of doing this no. news anchor, after we just writ, wrote this trick, and you went, well, do it for Tony."
1: I don't know why I said it like that, <laughs> but I did say it like that. But yeah, uh we were in a green room, also called broom closet. Uh backstage. <laughs> Where a
2: guy tried to shave.
1: At WGN, uh, which is Bozo. But you don't even you don't even know Bozo the clown, right?
2: You're I too young. I I know of him. People talk about him. I've never seen his show.
1: And uh what's David Arquette
2: yeah. has
1: just bought all the rights to Bozo.
2: Weird weird choice.
1: David Arquette all the rights to Bozo. But Bozo originated WGN.
2: Who plays Bozo?
1: Uh, it was a guy. And uh, <laughs> it's soon going to be David Arquette, but it was a guy. And uh, people should know his name. Someone in the chat knows the name of Some Bozo.
2: Some nerdy crowd. guy in the chat. Give us the name of the person who plays Bozo the yeah. Clown.
1: Did you want Larry Harmon or Willard Scott? Oh, Willard Scott was it, yeah. And Larry Harmon was the original Bozo and Willard Scott There was it a guy before, but he's the guy, the main guy people know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um what'd you say?
2: I said thank you, Chad. You're
1: awesome. Thank you. Was it Chad or was it you? Both. Okay. Um, thank
2: you, Ready Rich. You're awesome.
1: But um originally at WGM. Yeah. And we were back there uh, uh with Glenn and teller, teller and you and me. We were talking to Teller. Boy, Teller's smart.
2: That's the implication of we were back there with
1: yeah. We were talking to uh we were talking to Teller yeah. about what trick we could do in Jersey, what pen and teller trick would be a good trick Moxing, for us to do trick and we uh, threw around some ideas and then Teller got the idea of taking a bit that I do solo <laughs> and making it a two person bit with you and it's hard boy the magic if you come see this uh in jersey uh we'll be doing it other times too
2: yeah.
1: uh it was it's a mind blower i think it would i think it would fool me it's a really good trick and uh we do it together and of course we um we interrupt one another and we yeah. squabble as we Which do. Which is
2: our, our relationship. Yeah,
1: we do We do that really. I think, it, I think it's a really, really good trick. Anyway, I wanted to get to this. Teller has neighbors, poor people, talk about long suffering. One of them got in touch with Teller.
2: Very similar to Glenn.
1: And said, um, we are having a wedding.
2: It was a birthday party.
1: Birthday. We're having a birthday party and we want a magician. I want to mention. To scroll around.
2: The birthday wasn't that day. The birthday was in two months.
1: Okay, but I'm trying to get, I'm trying to I set know. this Go up. Go ahead, for you. set it up. Um, and they asked Teller because Teller's no, known as a magician
3: mm-hmm. if they
1: could recommend a magician to do walk around magic at their gathering. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love the fact that Teller just said, "Well, if you want walk around magic, if you're lucky enough, the best you can get is Moxie Gillette." Mm-hmm. so uh mm-hmm. teller's now your agent he's your colonel parker he booked you yeah. and uh tell me about doing that gig Did you haven't really talked uh
2: much? well
1: mike close the great mike, yes, close, mike close helped, helped me you out helped
2: you. um we had a couple sessions me and mike close together talking about um my ambitious card routine which is a very basic ambitious card routine there's mm-hmm. nothing special about it but he vamped it himself vamped it up himself and then gave me a couple of other couple of other tricks uh, mm-hmm. that I was to do with this gig. And he and, helped with the patter
1: too, didn't he? Yeah,
2: yeah. I have very little walk around magic, mm-hmm. so again, in a very Johnny Thompson fashion, I went, "Yes, of course." Yes, of course, I can do that. Yeah, I'll get out of a straight jack if you want to. Yeah. And I did the gig. I arrived first off. You know, I got dropped off. I tried to ring the doorbell. I knocked. No one came. I waited there for about 10 minutes just waiting. So I was like, I'm allowed in. Just walked in. walked into this thing. there's a there's a cutout of the guy that I've, I'm working for. I've had a couple calls with him about what, what I'm to wear, where is it, what does he want? all this. I've had a couple calls with him. There's a cutout of this guy right at the door. And I, I walk in. I, I'm like, how, I'm looking for I'm looking for this guy. I go and he greets me. And he's like, this is Moxie Gillette. Penn's child. Here it is. This is... <laughs> he said that. This is, you know, you're. what do you need help? I'll, I'll walk you around. I'm like, no, I, I'm, I'm okay. Thank you. I look around and they're blasting country music with a couple of trumpets. And there's a bar. I go, these are Teller's Neighbors? A couple of trumpets, blasting country music, unseasoned food. It's um, <laughs> not an ounce of uh, seasoning in this food. So I start doing magic. I'm my, in my mother
1: made unseasoned food and I enjoyed it very much.
2: Well, there's a right way to do it. Uh, okay, but well, that's, that's not, it, was, it was shrimp. That's what it was. It was you're, like you're talking about. The stuff that doesn't matter.
1: This is when you become a professional. If you talk to Jonesy about any job he ever had all he talks about is the food. He will not talk about the art of being on stage. He just talks about the food. So yeah. you've got, you've become a jaded pro about 15 <laughs> years before I did.
2: Look, I just, I wanted to set the scene for you and good, what good. My, my my working uh, quality was. So Trumpies, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, you, I, I texted you this info that they were Trumpies and you said, very, very. This I said, is a good quote.
1: I said, "Their hats may be red, but their money is green."
2: Mhm, mhm. Very showbiz. So I start walking around. The first people I walk up to were, the, I think, flight attendants,
0: uh-huh.
2: um, and they loved me. Uh, I was able to uh, give them. I have this little card that Brogan made. I don't know if they're listening, but Brogan made these little tarot cards. You, you know these. Mm-hmm. And then I, I wrote my number on the back of all of them, and then I gave them as little business cards. Um and a couple stickers you any work from there yeah. uh no, actually, you will I will, but uh the, you know they were telling me how they flo- throw all these parties, whatever, so I start walking around and do these magic they're all drunk, all of this, so very easy going around for me, and not they, always
1: not the always best not always
2: no 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 no, no no, but th- they were you know quiet and they were patient and oh, good, which is not a, a common quality for drinkers, uh-huh. I just mean that. They They're having a good time. Yeah, 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 yeah. The best part is that I remember I walked up to this this I, older couple and they go, you know, you know, Teller lives down the street of Penn and Teller, and I go, really? <laughs> I have do, I have no idea. I had no idea that I was there. And they go, have you met him? And I go, a couple of times. <laughs> and he goes, Well, do you know Penn too? And I was like, not as well. <laughs> 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 it's pretty great. And then the guy that he hired me comes over and he goes, this is Penn Jillette's child. And I was like, you ruined my joke. <laughs> <laughs> so, whatever. How long did you do? Uh, I did about an hour and a half. Maybe maybe a little bit more than that, hour 45. Yep. Yeah.
1: Uh, it's funny. You asked for a certain amount of money. We don't need to talk about yeah. that. You asked for a certain amount of money. And Glenn said, when I asked him about that amount, he said, I would have asked for, gave me another amount, yeah. and it turns out they tipped you to come out to the amount Glenn would have asked for.
2: With No, 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 with other tips that yeah, came yeah. after that, too. So yeah. I got basically double what I asked for. Yeah. But because I I was trying to decide what my time was worth. Yeah. And I guess I decided it was less than...
1: They decided it was worth. Which
2: they is, decided what it was which worth. Which is good, good. Which if, is, you,
1: if you always, always get paid a little less... Then they would have paid you. They will always hire you again. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm a big, I'm a big fan of people thinking they got a bargain. There's people I know in show business who really hate it when a promoter makes money. I want promoters to make more money than I made on the whole tour. Mm-hmm. I want everybody to be so happy that all they want to do is hire me again and again and again. Mm-hmm. So I will tell you, I have tried to learn walk around magic. Mm-hmm. I've spent hours. I've never been able to do it. I just don't have the personality to make it work. I can't, I have real trouble. I doing don't know who matching. gave
2: me the personality to do it then. Because it wasn't mom.
1: But <laughs> well, you uh real comfortable doing it, right? I
2: I I don't know where or when I learned this, mm-hmm. but I know how to interrupt someone properly.
1: <laughs>
2: because uh, you interrupt me yeah.
1: every second of your goddamn life. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> But uh, you enjoyed it?
2: I, I did enjoy it. They were very nice. They said a lot of concerning things that I did not agree but you're, with. Which I've
1: got to tell you, Mox.
2: I, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know.
1: No, you don't know. Okay. It's really good, really good for you to get outside of the bubble. Because you live with us and all our friends and all of your friends in this bubble that's politically and socially very very different these people mm-hmm. you're working and yeah. it's very good for you to understand I, I just that, these, that these are really really good people yeah that just happen to think different things from. no
2: i know i'm not i'm not bashing them they yeah. were great they were great people to walk around with i'm saying that we had a good time being you, different kinds of people and you
1: disagree with them and that's fine I'm, and yeah. that's one of the things that were
2: i was not rude, that they is were really, not rude to that's really it's really
1: changed From my lifetime to your lifetime, it used to be that you could disagree with someone very, very strongly and um, still interact with them, still break bread with them, still work with them. Yeah. But uh, I was a very disturbing article in the New York Times that is kind of ties in with Reddy's book of um, of people uh, are actually moving to different states. Because they disagree with the politics of the people around them, uh, There's a story about. I,
2: I'm I'm saying I had a great time. I'm yeah. just I was trying to you know set the scene that I yeah sure typically for was sure. a little bit worried about. And these
1: would you uh, would you like to do this more? Do walk around magic close?
2: I yeah I did a gig for mom that I'm still waiting to be paid for. <laughs> um, that's never gonna happen. Uh-huh. When she did her uh, poker his poker tournament, I worked at Area Fifteen. Mm-hmm. and did a walk around magic there and uh it was good it was good Well, right
1: out. now the only job you have coming up is in jersey with me on yeah. tuesday yeah. uh you don't have any other jobs coming up i will tell people and we, be really very was- careful watch me tell me to shut up really quickly here right. but i'll tell people that they should they might very much enjoy watching fool us this season uh the first episode might catch their attention and I'll also say, since we plug anyone who's on the okay. show, I'm, I'm done with that. Okay. Anyone who's on the um, show, we like to plug stuff, that you are available mm-hmm. for uh, for Close-Up Magic. And I would think in the Vegas area, you're very reasonably priced, extremely reasonably priced in the Vegas area, but you would even be willing to travel, right? You, yeah. You would travel I'm to do to a… Uh, close up magic, walking around doing yeah, stuff. Yeah. And even even maybe and, a well, techni- I
2: guess we don't have a time period for it, but I guess I'm also doing gelato. So I don't know you if are, that will come.
1: Next summer you're gonna be playing sideshow. Yeah. I don't know how
2: long I'll stay there, but I'll do whatever he wants me to.
1: And I'll tell you if you
2: And they're making a new flavor for me.
1: Yes, based on Moxie soda.
2: Which is either gonna be so good or the worst thing I've ever taken.
1: I will love the Moxie soda. I, I, uh,
2: Jay, if you're listening, make a vegan version.
1: Yeah, I really enjoy the beverage Moxie, mm-hmm. but um, uh, it has caffeine, so I don't no. like to, I don't like to drink it because of that. As you swill down your energy drink,
2: well, do you want me to be awake or not for your show?
1: <laughs> okay, okay, did you sleep? okay, okay. So you're awake for the show. So is there anything else you uh, want to talk about?
2: I was I was going to talk about uh, what were I don't know. I was going to no.
1: in all your adventures it's just no yeah (laughs) (laughs) well you played edinburgh
2: played edinburgh right
1: And we got to Um, you're trying to say it right every time i should really learn i should really
2: no 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 no. the the scottish people have determined that you're allowed to say it wrong only you good good i i'm trying to learn uh there's probably going to be angry people that are telling me i'm still saying it wrong and i'm sorry that i'm american
1: Like Van Gogh. Van Gogh. Uh,
2: Yeah, Doctor Who. We were watching Doctor Who and they say Van Gogh. Van Gogh. I don't know when we leave tomorrow. I
1: hope we do. uh, I hope we do a lot. If you want a book, Moxie and Penn, we can probably do do. with just uh, stuff uh, in our suits and stuff. We could probably do a good 45, wouldn't you think?
2: Being too generous to the both of us.
1: Maybe 20 minutes.
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but Moxie and Penn will be performing Look, with I'll, do all, I'll do all the social. <laughs> Fool? I'll do Foolers...
2: all the <laughs>
1: what so, oh, well, that, that
2: you Like, after the show, I I talk to people a lot. That's something you yeah. complimented me on, that I I talk to people.
1: You're really good. You're really good at that. Yeah, you were really good at all your uh, Thank you. Edinburgh <laughs> shows.
2: You know, this it was the first time that people... You know, I'd always seen you growing up that you you sit, you don't do it anymore, but you sit out in the lobby and you you talk to people and you you take pictures and sign things or whatever they want. And uh, that was the first time that some people had waited for me to come out on stage, for me to come out after stage and talk to people and sign things. And and
1: sign stuff and take pictures. Pictures. Take a picture. A picture. Yeah, and Sideshow Gelato. We were both scooping gelato.
2: And signing things. And signing things. Photos.
1: And doing magic tricks. And
2: I was talking to people, and I was able to use a very limited amount of sign language to talk well, to right. the that's deaf right. magician. That's right, you did.
1: Oh, he's a magician?
2: He's, he has magic on his shirt, and he was ta- he was.
1: You, can, you don't have to be a magician.
2: Uh, he, uh, <laughs> 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 he was a magician. He okay. told me on his phone. Good.
1: good, good, good. Uh, anything else? Ready, Rich? Nope. That was Penn Sunday School. That was Penn Sunday School. Cha-cha-cha. <laughs> You become naked.
0: Now, you know, a
1: lot of people, a lot of people are going to write and say, Pen, you had Moxie on, and then you told stories. We wanted to hear Moxie yeah. talk more. When they're
2: going to say that.
1: They're going to say, Why didn't you let Mox talk? And I would say, it's my offspring. I do what I want. Shut
2: up. Stop making that noise.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, Matt Donnelly. You got anybody to thank? You know we love you. You know we love you. All right. It's time to thank the people who make this podcast possible. Huge shout out to Erica P. Heartless. mind seems dirty, and I kind of like it. Harry, the grillagician. Don Dotti. Kevin Burke. David McLaughlin. Old Bear Greg. Charlie Sheets says Trans rights. No shit Sherlock and Shelly Ruger. Timothy Carver, get well, Tim. Jennifer loves Penn like Penn loves Dylan. Stephen Bracegirdle wants to know if you're saying Magic Castle or Magic Asshole? Great question. Coach Rat Bastard, Emery the Extra Long Shoreman, Will Jason, David, I want to figure your cunt Brenner. Tristan Connett, Mason Gooch, Sagebrush, Matthew Mishu, Jason Andrew Davidson, Peter B. Clark, Matt Williams, Soapy Fresh, Brad Sherlag, Mike Kavanaugh, Rafiki, Steve Feldman, Jonathan P., NewRuleFX.com, Eric M. Ryan, Chris DeHatchaby, Luke McKinney, David, insert meta joke here, ruse, Little Mandar. Is it a scoop for picking up crazy cat ladies or a scoop that looks like a crazy cat lady? Jobeth R. Bowers, AKA Judgmentalist and the show Between Two Minds, Adam Stickney, Sax Guy Jimmy D, Nathan Julian, Jeremy in Shanghai, Christopher Harris, Petty Officer Scoop. Daniel, I have a step stepladder because my real letter left home when I was a child. William Wayne Green. David Kay, Blue Drinks Film says clear your cookies, baby. Brandon Knapp and Nick Dingman. Thank you so much.
0: Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count.